All right, I'm going to make a brief. I had made a little video, a little blog uh, already, but I'm going to make it real brief. These are the things I want to improve on in 2018. Uh, the first thing is my relationship with my family, my brother, my brothers, uh, my sisters, uh, my mom, everybody. I just want to improve my relationship with them. I want to help my brothers achieve what they need to achieve and be great at. And um, in the process, I also want to make sure that my mom is cool and she's taken care of and things like that. And my daughter as well. I want to improve the relationship with my daughter. She needs me now more than ever, and I know that, and I need to improve on that. Secondly, I want to improve my relationship uh, with my friends and my, you know, people I associate with and different things like that. I just want to say real quick that uh, anybody I've ever offended, anybody I've ever held a grudge against anybody I ever felt a way about I'm letting that shit go um it's 2018 I I can't keep holding the shit in I have to let it go so anybody I had a beef with anybody I had a problem with anybody that I you know damn near went to blows with anything like that my sincere apologies I was in a bad place my mind was not right and I'm ready to improve those relationships that were those bridges that were burned. I'm ready to improve them um, with whoever it is. I don't care who it is. Hit me up. Y'all know where to find me. Um, number three, I, I want to make sure that um, I'm a better man in the future. Um, I'm, I'm working on my goals as far as, you know, career and different things like that. And I want to make sure that I'm able to provide and do the things necessary in my future. Um, number four, I would like to be married. I'm hope I'm hoping by the end of the year. Um, hopefully, I'm praying. But um, I just want to make sure that whoever I marry, um, that I'm a better man uh, than I was previous to in my other marriage. I want to make sure I'm a better man for her. I want to make sure that I'm the right kind of man for her. And that I'm a provider and do the things necessary and I don't have to lean on her. I can just do what I got to do uh, as a man and take care of my responsibilities. Um, number four, I want to make sure that uh, I improve my relationship with my community. Um, black folks, I love y'all. Um, but my relationship with black folks at times is up and down. And I just want to make sure it's on the up and up and make sure that it's right. And make sure that it's cool and make sure that, you know, I'm doing the things necessary to make us look good in the long run. That's my that's one of my goals this year. Number five, um, my prove my relationship with black women. I love y'all. I love y'all to death. Everybody that knows me knows I love black women. I love everything about them. Um and that they're the they're the goddesses of the earth. They're the they're the they're the gods of the earth. I don't care what anybody say. They're the gods, um, and I want to make sure that I'm nurturing them and bringing them into their goddess their their goddessness, so to speak. So um, I just want to make sure that they're great, and also I want to make sure that my relationship with black men is great as well because once black men are great then we can make black women great and then we can make each other great and then this planet is more balanced and better understood so i just want to improve those relationships with black men and black women 
black women, I love y'all, but I have to improve the relationship with y'all and I have to improve the relationship with brothers so that we're all connected as one and that we can all do the things necessary that we need to do. Um, and I, I'm going to volunteer more, do the things necessary that I have to do to improve the relationship of young black men as well, because right now they're a target. Um, they're aiming at their heads right now and, and we they need more leaders. They need more old heads, so to say, like myself, um, to show them the right kind of path. But I can't be good for anyone if I'm not good for myself. So improving myself is the first thing and then I can improve everything else around me. So I'm going to end this, y'all. I'm going to get up off of here. Fatboy Chronicles. Check me on YouTube, Fatboy Chronicles, Facebook, Lindsey R. Harris Jr., Instagram, Bolivar30. Um, yeah, check me out, y'all. Twitter, Pooh312. Get at me. What's up, y'all? Fatboy Chronicles. So I popped on because uh, I wanted to let everybody know what I was doing, what I've been doing, what's been going on, what's been happening. Because I haven't popped on here in like super long uh so right now i'm in the process of getting a clothing line going for fatboy chronicles i don't have a name for it yet but um i'm gonna start out with t-shirts hats um maybe hoodies i'm not sure yet mostly t-shirts and hats just to see how it was you know, see how it's going to go and see what happens and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, basically, I'm going to start doing Fatboy Chronicles all over again at the top of the year uh, in January. I'm just waiting for January to hit new episodes. I'm coming every week. I'm going to pick a designated day that I'm going to do it and, you know, it's going to be popping. It's going to be cool. Uh, yeah, it's a lot going on. It's a lot of movement going on with this Fatboy Chronicles. Now, I'm excited. Uh, the direction it's going is going in the direction I wanted to go. Um, it's getting to the people I wanted to get to. And that's the most important thing. I just want to make sure that, um, you know, I'm, I'm basically focused on what I need to focus on as far as the Fatboy Chronicles and the audience I need to get it to and the people I need to get it to. There's so many people that need to hear this. There's so many people that haven't heard it and really need to hear it. And I want to make sure that they get out there and they hear it and all that good stuff. And I'm turning I'm turning Fatboy Chronicles into a real thing. This is going to be a real, real thing. This is not going to be some bull. And this is what I'm going to do. This is what's going to happen. This is what's going to pop. And I need it to pop. I really, really need it to pop. So, yeah, I got a lot of exciting things going on. A lot of exciting things going on. So... Yeah, looking forward to it. All right, y'all. Fatboy Chronicles. I ain't. I ain't been on, you know, but I'm going to be back on. I'll get at y'all in a minute. Y'all know where to get me.
Yeah, what's up, y'all? This uh, Fat Boy Chronicles. Just wanted to talk to y'all a little bit. Uh, Happy New Year to everybody. Um, I know it's been a minute since I popped up on uh, Fat Boy Chronicles, but uh, I'm gonna be coming pretty hot and steady, steady, steady <laughs> with uh, my Fat Boy Chronicles. As soon as I, you know get situated and everything because I'm making moves doing different things right now so I'm coming with my fat boy chronicles it's coming it's just taking a little time I'm thinking of topics I want to talk about different things like that um I wanted to talk today about um why I haven't watched any NFL games this year I, I don't even really know I know what's going on a little bit, but that's just, you know, because I watch, you know, sports channels and different things like that. But I have not watched one NFL game. And, and my reasoning behind that is is because um, the Colin Kaepernick situation. But also, um, I just feel like the NFL is really racist. Um, there's no black ownership. There's not even in the... They don't even try to consider black head coaches like they should. Um, they have a Rooney rule where they, every NFL team has to interview at least one black head coach. There are several head coaching positions open right now in the NFL and not one black person has been interviewed. Um, also, Colin Kaepernick as well. I stand with Cap. I totally get it and why Cap did everything that he did. A lot of people are upset because um, he hasn't been extra vocal <laughs> the way he should be. And honestly, you people have to understand everybody's not a, not vocal like that. Sometimes you have to just set the example. And that's exactly what Kaepernick did. He set the example. He, he's showing others how to, you know stand up for themselves and stand up for different injustices in our country. Um, I love the country I live in, don't get me wrong, even though it doesn't love me back at all or and never really has, um, but I love my country. And my problem, my problem with my country and with the NFL as well is it's got that good old boy network, you know, um, it just it just will not yell yeah, you you you're good enough to play on our field but you're not good enough to own anything you're not smart enough to you know articulate to others and different things like that which i think are totally false when it comes to um nfl the nfl ownership or head coaching i know a lot of black head coaches who have won Super Bowls and different things. And I can only think of maybe two out of the 32 teams that have a black head coach. And I think that's a big problem. Um, I just simply stopped watching because I, I just cannot subscribe to that. I cannot see my brothers on TV killing themselves, literally, because of CTE and all these different things that come up after the fact and see them killing themselves for a buck, um, a lot of bucks, but 
a buck. You know, at the end of the day, people have to understand that, you know, no amount of money will ever replace your sanity and your understanding of life and different things after football. Because there is a life after football. There are things after football. But if your mind is not right to deal with these things after football, then, you know, it's just a, it, it, it's it's sad the way the NFL is going and the things that are transpiring. I'm seeing a lot of parents pull their kids out of football because of, you know, the CTE and different things like that. But back to what I was saying about the racism situation, um, the NFL has just simply shown that it is not interested in hearing or respecting the black dollar or respecting the black man when it comes to the NFL. So having um, said that about the NFL, I just uh, I just feel like, you know, uh, my dollars are better spent elsewhere than to spend it on the NFL. And I'll be the first to tell you, I am a huge Niner fan. I grew up in San Francisco. Um in you know the height of the Niner mania if you want to call it that um I grew up about maybe 10 minutes away from Candlestick which is no longer there anymore I'm pretty nostalgic when it comes to Candlestick I miss it a lot it was a lot of winning on that field I think the team moving and different things like that um was due to uh, some race issues as well, but I'll get into that in another, in another time. Um, but I think that, um, in San Francisco is very diverse when it comes to the NFL. And I, I, like I said, I grew up a Niners fan and I love my Niners. I really, really do. I've been hearing good things about my Niners. But I just cannot simply turn on my television and sit and watch the game and subscribe to the bull. And I just can't do it. Um, And I keep looking up and all these owners are white and there's nobody black in the room. And I'm wondering why, because we have so many black folks with money and different things like that and who can pull their resources together and own an NFL team and don't have to worry what actually they still might have to worry a lot about the politics of the NFL but um it's just more more or less I just can't subscribe to the racism I can't do it um the NFL's uh combine to me is like a slave auction it's disrespectful, it's degrading, it's sad. Um, the draft in, in and of itself is an issue for me as well. Um, the, I, I don't, I really don't understand the racism pertaining to the NFL when 70, 80% of your, of your players are African-American and yet you deny African-Americans head coaching jobs and you deny African-Americans the right to ownership. I have an issue with that. Um, Now, what Cap did was something awesome. I thought it was great. I thought it was 
on uh, it was the right time to do it and this man sacrificed his career to do that and I totally respect him um I just have a big big problem like I I, I don't even know how to explain it. I just have a really big big problem with the NFL and the way they do things and the way they just you know they just gloss over everything and all oh, it is what it is this this is that and then they kind of tainted you know Collins uh, stance a little bit you know with the whole locking arms and all that other stuff going on you know that was a problem for me um, but yeah I'm gonna get up off of here in a minute but yeah that's the reason um, I haven't been watching games I had a few friends ask me you know why you why you're not watching your Niners this year and stuff like that I just cannot respect an institution who has been doing pretty much what they've been doing since their inception um, and it's sad yes there are a couple black head coaches in the NFL but there are nearly not enough and right now as I'm watching uh, ESPN and stuff like that I'm hearing head coaches who are all non-African American getting interviews and getting looked at and getting you know I, I just think it's it's sad it's sad. The Rooney Rule doesn't even exist anymore. It's just I hire whoever I want. I don't give a damn, and it's really, really sad. But um, yeah, that's my reasoning. I'll be watching NBA games from now on. I probably won't be watching too much NFL until these things change and these things need to change. It is time for a change. All right, y'all. I'm getting up off of here. Peace out. Yeah, what's up, y'all? Fatboy Chronicles had to pop on here. I know it's been a minute, but uh, I wanted to come on here and talk about uh, guys who feel like women don't want them where they're at. And the reason I'm doing this is because I'm one of those dudes. I'm one of those dudes that feel like women don't want to deal with me because of where I'm at in life. And I'm learning that it's not necessarily that the women don't want to deal with me. It's the fact that women, the women and the caliber of women that I want to deal with, they're on a different level. And they're expecting to either for me to come to that level or to uh, surpass that level. And it's not saying that it's not obtainable, fellas. Like, it is obtainable. I know a lot of times we see these women and we feel like that a lot of what they got going on and a lot of what they do, we cannot accomplish. And that's totally false. I feel like as men, we limit ourselves a lot of times on a lot of things that we do and how we do it because of the fact that I don't know if it's necessarily because of fear I don't know if it's necessarily because of the fact that, you know, we see these different women doing their thing and stuff like that. And we just, you know, feel intimidated by some of these women. And there's some women out there who, you know, they don't really give a guy, you know, enough of a chance. But at the same time, I and I totally get it. There's been women, you know, in the past who have probably gave guys chances and guys just walked all over them and stuff like that but fellas don't be afraid to be great i'm learning that i'm learning how to 
not be afraid to be great. I always felt like as, at, at a point in my life, if I ever got any bigger, that, you know, my family would feel a certain way or, or I might be like way too immersed into what I'm doing and totally forget about my family. Like I never want to leave my family behind. And a lot of men feel like that. I'm, I know a lot of guys out here who feel like, you know, if I get to a certain level, I'm going to leave my family behind. I'm not really trying to lead him, you know, and I'm not really trying to do this, that, and the third. And a lot of my holdup was I kept getting in my own way. And I've had opportunities to do great things and opportunities to, you know, be great and I've gotten in my own way, made excuses, different things like that, and just completely was like, no, nah, I can't do it. I can't, you know, I, 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 this and that is going on, or I can't do this and that. And I totally defeated myself every single time. But what I'm learning is, and through a friend of mine actually woke me up to this, my friend, my brother, my mom, they all kind of woke me up to the fact that, there's nothing wrong with going out there and trying to be great and falling on your face a few times. The greatest or the people that are considered the greatest have went out there, uh, fell on their face a, a million times and just got back up, dusted they self off and, you know, and kept it moving. And to me, that's that's inspiration to me. That's that's like telling me. Okay, maybe it's not so bad if I go out there and I try to accomplish the things I need to accomplish and be better at what I need to be better at. And the fellas don't feel like, you know, these women are out here trying to gold dig or different things like that. Not saying that there aren't women out there like that, because we all know there's women out there trying to get our pocket changed. We know this, fellas. But there are women genuinely out here waiting on men to step up to the plate and do the things that we need to do that's necessary for us to be on the same playing field. Women are getting tired of dragging dudes along. And I totally get it. I totally understand it. As a grown man, at some point in your life, you have to be mentally, physically, emotionally prepared for situations. Like you cannot take on a relationship or deal with a woman and you're not mo you know physically mentally or emotionally ready to deal with it because it's gonna fail and that's the same thing with life if you're not physically mentally emotionally ready for it you're gonna fail at it but if you go out there and you take the time and and you know fix yourself and get get yourself together because that's what i'm doing i've been single about a year so i'm taking my time and trying to get myself together so when i do meet that queen when i do meet that woman when i do meet that one i'm supposed to be with i'm prepared for her and that's the thing we forget is men we forget to be prepared for our women we tend to just kind of mully around and do whatever. And we totally forget to get prepared for the woman that we're taking on because you have to remember as a man, a lot of times, uh, actually not even a lot of times, it's a commandment. We're the head of household. We're the direct connection to God. So at the same time, we have to understand that women are looking up to us and trying to, as men, we're trying to be better 
because the women are looking up to us and the children are looking up to us. When we do better, our women do better, our children do better, and everything flows like it's supposed to flow. So men, I say that to say, I say all that to say this, stop being afraid to be great. Go out there, be great, be fantastic. I'm saying this because I'm taking me in my own advice as well. I have a lot of good female energy around me and they've been just pounding that into me and they're letting me know it's not you. It's you just got to be better at what you're doing and that'll come to you. That relationship, that woman, that whatever it is that you're looking for, it will come to you once you do better in life. All right, y'all. Getting up off this Fatboy Chronicles, you know where to find me. Get at me. What up, y'all? Fatboy Chronicles. Um, I'm gonna be real, real brief on, on this situation. I'm talking about Monique and uh, her asking of boycotting. I know I'm late with it, but um, her asking people to boycott Netflix because they lowballed her, uh, offered her five hundred thousand. Offer Amy Schumer about twenty million. Um, Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, uh, about fifteen twenty million also, but offered her five hundred thousand to do a stand up special. Um, here's my opinion on the whole situation. I, I rock with Monique. I love Monique. I love everything about Monique. Um, she's a great comedian. She's been around. She's a legend. Um, I don't care what nobody says. You know. Um, as far as female comedians go that of color, she's actually one of the top ones that I can honestly think of um, as far as being great and being awesome at what she does. She's dope. Um, she's, been, she's been around a long time, 20 plus, um, maybe even 30 plus. Um, but yeah, she's great, man. She's She stood toe to toe with Steve and Sid and DL and you know, she piggybacked right off of uh, Kings of Comedy with her. They did Queens of Comedy, and she was in that as well, and did fantastic. I think Monique's a, a fantastic comedian, um, and she's funny as hell. I don't get why people um, are not behind her. I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to necessarily stop watching Netflix, but I do support Monique, and I respect what she's doing. Um I think, you know, that uh, what Netflix offered her was bogus. I think it was highly disrespectful. Um, and, and to offer Amy Schumer, who's done absolutely nothing. She's garbage. I, I'm not even a fan of Amy Schumer. Um, and I have watched some of her comedy and things like that, but her humor is stupid. Um... Monique and people forget Monique's resume. Monique's been on on you know she's had her own zik sitcom. Um, she's had her own talk show. She's won an Oscar. Um, like people, people have really forgotten who Monique is and 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 the type of actress that she is. Um, as far as the blackballing and all that, I can't speak on that, I don't know, but I will say this, it is just awfully suspicious that this woman cannot get good quality work and nobody wants to work with her. I'm not going to say it, and, and, and she might be difficult, but 
clearly she hasn't been difficult the whole time because she's had her own show. She's had her own talk show. She's had her own uh, sitcom, um, her own stand-up special. She's had all that. And she did Queens of Comedy, which did huge numbers. And it wasn't just Monique, you know, that, that was on that Queens of Comedy tour. It was fantastic women of color on that tour. But Monique is awesome and like I, I don't understand and then even with precious she did a fantastic job on precious and for her to be disrespected in that manner i think it is highly highly wrong racist bigoted uh discriminatory i i think it's just wrong all across the board she should have been offered what amy schumer was offered simply because Monique has won an Oscar. Not a lot of people in the business win Oscars. That's my whole point. Um, Amy Schumer's done nothing. Okay, yeah, she had a good movie. Great. Lottie Dottie. You know, but Monique needs to be offered more money. and needs to be given the proper cash that she deserves. And I totally love her and I respect her. And... Y'all should rock with her too, man. Like, I get it. I'm not going to stop watching Netflix. But I am going to support Monique. And, uh, you know, her asking price is not outrageous. It's not ridiculous. I think it's highly... I think it's highly uh, respectable to give her the money that she's due. All right, y'all. Fatboy Chronicles, get at me. Yeah, what's up, y'all? Fatboy Chronicles. I'm going to do this in like five minutes, but it should be way longer. <laughs> I had a white friend of mine ask me a question the other day, and I didn't get offended by the question. I just simply, you know, I answered it. He was like, um, how come I love black women so much? And he was like, most black men date white women or women of other races they don't hardly ever date women of their race and i wonder why you're like a unicorn he called me a unicorn and said uh it's it's rare to see a black man who dates strictly just black women and here's here's my two cents on that i told him simply this black women are are courageous they're sexy they're smart, they're innovative, they're loving, um, they're fun, um, they're adventurous, everything under the sun, there's nothing horrible about a black woman, everything about her is fantastic, is, is great, is awesome, she brings balance to the world. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, we got a few that throw out a twerk video here and there. And we got a few that there are a little thotty and whatnot. There's some black dudes that are that way, too. But for the most part, black women are, are very self-sufficient. They're hardworking. They do the things necessary for their man if you are doing the things necessary as a man. So I told him simply, I'm like, there's nothing about... A black woman that I don't love everything about her is just awesome um, I'm not knocking anybody who dates outside their race or who dates you know 
uh, other races of women. That's none of my business what you do in your bedroom. But I know in Lindsay R. Harris Jr.'s bedroom, I, I got to have a black woman and I got to be around a black woman. The energy that she gives me, the melanin that be popping off of her, everything about her is just sexy. Everything. There's nothing. There's nothing I won't do for a black woman. And he looked at Well, he looked at me strange and he was like, hmm. I've never heard, you know, a black man speak about a black woman like that. And I told him that simply because I told him simply this. I told him this. I said, because a lot of black men don't know how to appreciate love and and, and accept a black woman in their lives. Uh, the brothers, a lot of brothers sit here and complain and say they argue. They're too argumentative. They're too lazy. They're too this. They're too that. At the end of the day. Black women have been in the forefront for us black men for centuries, for for many, many years, man. Slavery included. They took a lot of brute punishment and brutal beatings and rapes and different things so that we could still breathe and live and do the things that we needed to do uh, as black men. And I, I totally understand where she comes from. Uh, there was a time when a black woman was queen and she got everything she wanted and she reigned and she did what she needed to do to make things happen. And in, in saying that, uh, that in itself tells you the strength of the black woman, the, the, every, everything is just fantastic with her. She's nurturing. Um, she does everything for her man when he's being the man that she needs when he's being the king that she needs so i told him when you ask me a question about why they black women that's a kind of a loaded question because there's so many things about her that i love and i respect and i appreciate uh that i can't just bottle it into one thing and it's not anything against other races of women it's just that i know the worth of a black woman and I know who she is and what she represents and what she brings into my life as a black man so that's why I date black women that's why I stick to black women black women are the mothers of the universe and they should be respected as such all right y'all Fatboy Chronicles get at me what's up y'all Fatboy Chronicles so I wanted to talk a little bit about uh how black men how we can heal our sisters and how we can um be more relatable to our sisters um i know for me i'm gonna I'm a use me in as as an example i was raising a house full, full of black women uh and the black women that were in my household were good women they've been through a lot you know what i mean and uh i think as men a lot of times we don't really realize the different changes that we put our women through. Uh, specifically, I'm talking specifically about black women. I, I don't know about other races of women. I know specifically when it comes to black women, we put black women through a lot and we take them through so many different changes. Why we do it, I can't, I can't tell you. Uh, there's a lot of different factors. I've had friends who have 
taking their their women through these different changes because of the simple fact of their mother wasn't around or they didn't get the love that they needed and that they deserved. Um, I, I know a lot of I, I know a lot of men have taken their women through changes because you know the father taught them, hey, this is what you do with women and this is how you treat them. So that's what they grew up knowing and understanding, and that's how they ended up treating women. But I'm going to give you my example and, and what I went through. Um, growing up, I had a gra my grandmother. She passed away in 2013. Um, my grandmother was 6'6". Six, six, and at her healthiest weight, she was 6'6 six, six and like 200 pounds, 210, 220. My grandmother was a very tall woman, but she was black nonetheless. And she always taught me, you know, love everybody until they give you a reason not to. And she taught me also to love, respect, and honor and cherish black women. The the black woman, it, it, to me, I'm just gonna be honest with you. The black woman to me, is it, she's the God. She's the goddess. Everything about this earth related, relates to the black woman, everything. She is the goddess. So when we sit here and when we belittle and talk bad about her, call her bitches and hoes and different things like that, knowing, you know, knowing a lot of us know that, you know, how to, how to respect and treat a woman, but yet we see so many different images and have so many different people tell us so many different things that we end up treating our women horribly. Um, I know growing up, I went through different changes with black women and I, I went through different changes with my mom and, and different things like that, but I never wavered or, or went away from sisters. I was always, I always loved sisters. Even when sisters didn't love me back all the time, I still loved them. Um, but I was raised in a household with black women and I was always taught to respect, honor and love them. And that's what I'm telling brothers right now. We need to honor, respect and love our black women. They are our greatest ally and we don't even know it. There's a reason why these white boys are snatching up sisters the way they are. They know the value in the black woman. They've known it for years. So when we don't know it, that's a big problem and an issue for me. Black women are balanced. Um, they give us balance. Our melanin pops off harder than usual when we're with a black woman. Um, she makes us get up and do the things we need to do as black men. Uh, she makes us, uh, she just makes us great in every area of life. She just makes us great. And I'm not talking about, I'm talking about black women. I'm talking about queens, African goddesses. I'm not talking about these scrubby, uh, thotty. <laughs> I'm not talking about those queens. I'm not talking about those sisters right there. And they're queens too. They just need a, a king to come along and show them how to be a queen and show them, uh, show them who they really are. So, my thing is this, fellas, we need to do better as far as treating our black women with more respect and giving them the the just do that they have. They they need just do for the things that they've done and the things they went through. All right, y'all, Fatboy Chronicles. What's up, y'all, Fatboy Chronicles? I want to talk a little bit about uh, 
uh, you know, ladies, I need to talk to y'all, man. I need to, I need to say something to y'all. You beautiful sisters, you Nubian queens, you African goddesses. I need to talk to you. Um, ease up on the fellas a little bit. And what I mean by that is, uh, it's hard for us to express how we really feel about y'all. You never really know how we feel about you until, you know, you might not never know because we're just not into expressing, uh, how we feel and who we are and different things like that. We don't like to delve into our past. We've been through a lot of shit that you ladies have that go through on a daily basis, but we don't say anything because of the simple fact that we don't want to look different or we don't want to look crazy. Um, I know I've been through a lot and it's hard for me to open up. It's hard for me to let people in. I actually, I don't have a lot of friends and I've cut off a lot of people in my life because I don't want to let people in and I don't want to let anybody come in and try to hurt me and, and dig into my chest a little bit and get into those really deep emotions. And then I'm sitting here left looking stupid. I just don't want to do that. I've done that way too many times the name um and just in the end i ended up looking crazy and retarded and stupid and that's just something i didn't want to do but it's hurting my situation now because i have a fantastic woman who wants to come in and and you know and wants to help me heal but i won't let her because i've been through so many different things with women and uh I'll say some of it was my fault, but a lot of it it wasn't. I'm a good guy. I don't I don't have any reasons to, you know, do women dirty or do women wrong. Don't get me wrong. I've done my share of dirt, but at the same time, I guess it's just karma. I guess it's just something I'm going through. But ladies, we hurt too. We go through things too. We go through. Uh, we deal with a lot on a daily basis, and uh, I think that ladies we need to have a better understanding and fellas we do too but ladies i'm talking to y'all right now we need to have need y'all to have a better understanding we need y'all to be a little more patient with us and not so gung-ho and so quick to run and be like you know oh well he don't want to do this or do that you know so i'm gonna just leave him in the dirt uh don't do it ladies we take a lot of you ladies on and a lot of your issues on uh even when we don't have to, simply because we feel a way about you. So ladies, just give a man time, work with him, talk to him, you know, try to try to help him ease it, ease it and make it better and easier for him to talk. I think a lot of times we forget, uh, especially the ladies, you know, ladies, you forget that we go through shit too that we we're out here on a daily basis fighting all kinds of shit we have to protect our neck out here uh because they're gunning for us so ladies please be our peace be our understanding work with us if we fight you fight harder that's all i'm asking all right y'all get at me fat boy chronicles yeah what's up y'all what's going on fat boy chronicles i want to talk about something right quick um that just on my mind um i want to talk to the ladies for a minute because uh, a lot of times you know i talk i talk to the fellas and i let them know you know about us hurting uh the ladies and you know how we 
take advantage of them way too much. Um, but I want to talk to the ladies for a second. Ladies, men hurt too. And when I say men hurt too, I mean that we go through shit too. Um, a lot of times we don't voice it or we're not vocal because of, you know, whatever reasons and whatnot. But ladies, you aren't the only ones that hurt, get hurt a lot of the times. There's a lot of men who have been hurt who in return hurt others. Um, it's sad. It's sad. Um, it's a, it's a depressing feeling. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, it's hard. I know it's hard a lot of times, ladies, to, to relate to men or try to get men to open up because we're, you know, in nature, you know, we are who we are and we're, we're hard. We're supposed to be the protector, the provider, the, the harder side of you. Um, and you're supposed to be the softer side of us. But a lot of times uh, it's hard for us to communicate and hard for us to say how we really, really feel. There's a lot of men that I know who have been sexually molested, who have been abused, who have had women do them utterly wrong um, and, and been through hell and high water. And I'm, I know I'm going to have a lot of women come on here and say, well, they should deal with those issues before they get in a relationship. And that goes both ways, because I know a lot of women who have been through some of the same similar situations, yet they still sit here and try to be in relationships with men who have been hurt and who have been through different things in life. Um, and, and before they fix their own issues, women do that quite a few, quite a bit. Um but my thing is ladies men hurt too we've been through some hurt too i'm i'm gonna use myself in it as an example i'm gonna be a little transparent with you know my listeners and the people that listen to actually listen to my shit so i've been through tons of hurt i've been through nothing but women doing me wrong using me uh i've been through abuse different things with women I've been through it all. Uh, I've been sexually molested myself by a woman, several women. Um, so I have my own issues and my own barriers that I'm trying to get through. I have a woman in my life who I adore and it's hard for me to let her in because of the simple fact of I've been hurt and I've been through so many different situations and scenarios with women that I don't know what a good woman looks like. Don't get me wrong. I've been with women who, who were decent women and good women, but somehow, some way, something always tripped us up or somehow, some way they always did something. Something always happened um, where it was she was a cool woman and then all of a sudden it just went left. So my thing is, is I don't know what the healthy look like, the healthy relationship look like. I've only been in maybe one healthy relationship uh in my 36 years and she was a damn good woman and she's still awesome she's still a friend of mine but the thing is is that i i just personally want women to understand me uh, men we've been through some of the same similar situations as you ladies uh i i need ladies to be a little more understanding yeah i get it there's a lot of men who don't express how they feel and don't say what they they really feel and how what's really going on but give that man some time let that man grow and let that man open up to you and when he opens up to you don't judge him just let him talk to you 
Because a lot of times men, we want to talk and we want to tell ladies things, but we don't know how to tell them and we don't know how to get across to them how we really, really feel. And uh, it's okay, fellas, for us to let that guard down. If we got a good ass woman at home, let that guard down and let her know and let her in, man. Let her let her realize what kind of guy you are. Um, I know for me, it's just hard for me to let women in. It's hard for me to be open because I've been let down so much. So, ladies, please understand. We've been through a lot of what you've been through. All right, Fat Boy Chronicles, get at me, y'all. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Fat Boy Chronicles. So, uh, I'm gonna talk about. Uh, <laughs> I want to talk about love and hip hop for a second, but then I want to go into this uh, situation where this uh, Afro Latina. A beautiful, sexy woman on uh, Love and Hip Hop Miami uh, was basically bashed by this Latino producer because of her fro and her look and different things like that. I'm I'm gonna give my two cents on Love and Hip Hop, and then I'm gonna talk about that situation. So basically, uh, uh, I can't remember the sister's name. Uh, I don't want to get her name wrong. But um, basically, she's she's gorgeous. She's a dark-skinned woman. Um, she's <laughs> she's freaking gorgeous. But um, she has a fro, and and she's she's half black. She's half Latino. Um, but the problem is, is that this producer, this Latino producer, um, basically told her that her look was not suitable for him i guess uh or you know he couldn't produce her because she doesn't have a certain look i.e beyonce whatever the case may be may be here's my two cents first of all i'm not a loving hip-hop fan i i can't stand that ish uh so i really don't watch too much of it i have watched it in the past i used to watch it faithfully but lately I, it's just too much ratchetness for me i i can't do it and uh, I'm, I've outgrown it. So I have not seen Love and Hip Hop Miami, but I did see this sister, and she's gorgeous. She's dark skinned. She's got a fro. She she embraces her her African American side as well as um, her Latino side, which is dope. Um, a lot of uh, actually, I'm gonna be honest. A lot of Latino and Latina women uh, they don't embrace their 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 black side and a lot of them have african heritage in them um a lot of them do embrace it but there's some that that will not recognize the fact um that they're black uh the tianos uh and a few others in between there um even the so-called mexican uh uh is black they're, they're black they they're they have black blood running straight through them not saying that they don't have european blood because we all know that the europeans globalized and ran through the world and was raping and pillaging every single place on the planet so yes we do have latinos who who look white and have blonde hair blue eyes but we also have latinos who are as dark as i am and as dark as she is and I think the biggest problem is that uh, in the Latino community is also inside of the black community, 
we have the same generational situation going on where a lot of Latinos don't even know their whole history, nor do black folks. And that's where we were late at. Um, a lot of times like I hear I've heard a lot of Latinos and Latinas say they're not black or they're not mixed with black or they don't have any kind of black or anything of that sort. Um, even the ones that speak Spanish, they say, you know, well, I'm, I'm you know, uh, I'm Mexican or I'm this or I'm that. Well, you're only you're only speaking the language. You're speaking the language of your slave captor. You're sleeping. You're speaking the language of the uh, of the Spaniard. The Spaniard is not uh, <laughs> all they are. are Spanish speaking uh, Europeans. So uh, the Spaniards raided Mexico, raided all these different uh, foreign countries and different things like that, which is why they're they're, you know, speaking Spanish in different languages and different things like that. But also during the slave trade, uh, we went everywhere. We didn't just go to North America. We didn't just, you know, go here or to France or whatever the case is. We went everywhere. We were we were stolen from Africa and we were shipped off to many, many places. So um we're all over the globe i personally am offended by what this latino man said i think it's i think it's stupid i think it's retarded i don't know the necessary reason for what he did i i just think it's crazy it's it's ridiculous that we have to, i think it's ridiculous that we have to uh basically not look like ourselves because we got to make everybody else feel comfortable i have a problem with that I'm 100% black. I don't see here. I don't wave, stammer, trip, or fall. I am African-American. I love African-American women. I love African-American culture. And I shouldn't even say African-American. I should just go ahead and say black because I love everything about the 70s. I love the Panthers, all that stuff. Met Panthers, all that stuff. So going back to what I was saying, he's very... The man, the way he was talking, he sounded very narrow-minded. Um... And it's sad. It's really, really sad that we, as black folks, we don't know who we are. And as Latino, Latinas, they don't know who they are either. They don't know their, their full culture. They know it maybe a little better than we do. But for the most part, they really don't know it. Um, it just hurt my heart because she's gorgeous. I think she would be great. Um, she, she, her, her voice sounds cool. Uh, I think she looks great. I think I think it's awesome the way she looks. She reminds me actually of a young Pam Greer, <laughs> of, of, of a young Foxy Brown. You know, she looks that good. She looks great. So I don't understand what this man was talking about. I really don't understand what he was seeing. And 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 uh, he sound like he's Europeanized. And if he is, that's his business. I I, I don't have any one way or the other to feel about it. But I do feel a way about the way he put this sister down. I'm glad that she was strong enough to sit there and stand her ground and, and respect herself enough to know I'm I'm black and I am also Latina. And I, I appreciate that. I appreciate her embracing her black side because not enough of them do. So my biggest thing is that I want her to keep doing her thing. Uh, I think her name is La Negra. Um, I might be saying saying it completely horribly wrong because I cannot speak Spanish to save my life. So, um, but yeah, she's awesome. She's great. I, I don't understand what his big issue was, 
her fro is who she is it's part of her heritage that's where that's who she is and uh to beat her down and to sit there and tell her that she don't look right because she has a fro that's crazy that's ridiculous so uh yeah that's my two cents y'all um i just think it's crazy i just think it's ridiculous but yeah check me out fatboy chronicles youtube fatboy chronicles facebook Lindsay r harris jr um instagram bolivar 30 hit me up y'all bolivar 31 also is my instagram yeah hit me up y'all uh, i like to hear y'all feedback on this too if at all possible all right talk to y'all later peace What's up, y'all? Fat Boy Chronicles. You know what it is. Top of the year, 2019, January 1st. Got an interview today. You know what I'm saying? At the top of the year. My young, my young Brody. See paper. What's good, baby? What's happening? What's going on? What's happening? So you want to shout out anybody before we get into this? Uh... Shout out to everybody, man. The new year, everybody, man. For sure. Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year. So, uh, my first question for you, bro, is when did you get started? How did you get started? When did you fall in love with hip hop? That's like three questions right there. Come on with it. Uh, I started rapping like 16. Mm-hmm. Uh,. I guess that's when I fell in love with it when I started rapping. You know what I'm saying? Everybody showed me love and stuff when I was, you know what I'm saying, first doing it and stuff. So I kept with it. And so here we are today. Okay, okay. So what was the first song you recorded that you remember? Man, I, don't even, I don't even know, man. Shit. <laughs> I don't know. The I don't first know, one man. that you remember that right off the top of the head right now. I don't know, man. I had a. Uh, I had a song. I don't even know. Like, me and me and I can't even. Think. I just remember we. It was at one time we had a, a tape recorder and we was all doing songs. So I don't know what the first song was or none of that. But right, it was a bunch of music being made. Right, right, right. Yeah. So uh, where you from? San Francisco. You know, Bay Area. Where you know? What part of the skull you from? Sunnydale, you know. Sunnydale. Shout out to Sunnydale. Tower side. So, uh, you got anything new popping? You got any new new music? Uh, new yeah, projects? yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm working on this new uh, uh, mixtape, man. Trap Hour. You know what I'm saying? It'll okay. be out. Coming soon. You know, Coming just soon. pay attention. Pay attention. Follow me. And you, you know, you'll see when that's dropping. Okay, so uh, what separates you, the MC, from all the other MCs out here? Shit, I'm me. Shit, I, nobody can be me. Shit, I'm me. You okay, nobody can tell my story. Y'all tell my story. That's okay, it. okay. So, uh, you want to tell the people a little bit of your story, or you want to you want to keep that PC? You can tell them a little bit. You ain't got to tell it all. You can tell the a little story bit. Story or what? I mean, what you want to know? Is it a story or what? I mean, tell me what, what. Tell me your struggles, man. What you been through? What's what's popping with you? Shit, a lot, man. Shit, shit, everything. Everybody go through shit. Okay. Uh, a whole bunch of shit, man. Shit. <laughs> 
Okay, okay. So you had to do some. You had to do some things and bend some corners in your life. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. I just seen some things and been some places, man. You know. Right. So you ready to make that change? You ready to shift that and put your focus into your music and all that good stuff? Yeah, man. You know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta give it a shot. You know, what I'm saying everybody be showing the love and shit still. So I'm like, fuck it. I, you know, what I'm saying, owe it to everybody to at least, you know, what I'm saying, do it real one time and keep my focus really on it. Okay, okay. So, who your musical influences like? Who who you looked up to? Not not necessarily Dick Ryan or nothing, but who you looked up to? Uh, I look up to everybody that I hear do it. You know what I'm saying? And do it their way. You know what I'm saying? Anybody that make it and do it their way, not follow behind somebody or you know what I'm saying or. Doing what somebody else doing to do, and somebody telling to do, then that's that's people I look up to. Shit, business wise. Okay, who you got any favorite artists or anything? Shit, right now I, I focus on me and my niggas. That's really it, though. I ain't even gonna lie, like I don't be slapping too many of everybody else. Really. Hold on, hold on, real quick. Then you said you and your niggas. So uh, you got a team you roll with? Yes, a team, man. Money game, you know what I'm saying? Money game, money game. We still push that, you know what I'm saying? Still money game, still paper, you know what I'm saying? We still lit. 2019, you feel me? Go take over right now, you know what I'm saying? Just pay attention, man. Pay attention. Okay, okay. So, um, what you looking forward to in 2019? Before we get up out of here, what you looking forward to? Shit, really just taking this music shit, really, you know what I'm saying? Really, shit, start, start, the money needs to start matching. Yeah, that's what it needs to start doing this year. The money needs to start matching what's going on. Right, right. I feel like, I the feel like. The money needs to match the grind now. Who Who's your dream collabo right now? Who would you like to collabo with one time? No, 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 no collab. Don't really, it don't you feel me? Listening, not not trying to be cocky or nothing like that, right. but really, it don't really matter to me. I'm doing my thing, shit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, everybody doing their thing, they doing their thing. Shit, I'm trying to do my thing. I respect that. So, somebody came collabo or wanted to collabo, like Kendrick hit you up, like, hey, Brody, let's get, you know what I'm saying? Let's do a track or something. You ain't tripping. Yeah, yeah, we do. You know what I'm saying? It's a bunch of, I collabo with a whole bunch of motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, though, like, I'm not looking to go collab with right, nobody right. like that. Like, <laughs> I worry about that shit. Okay, okay. So, uh, one more question. Well, actually, two more questions. One is, you got kids, man? Yeah, I got kids. You got kids, man. Okay, shout out to the baby. Shout out to the babies. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, my next question is: Are you looking to stay independent, or are you trying to get to a major? Uh, right now, this independent pushing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's pushing right now. So I don't know. Major, I don't know. If the major come right, you know what I'm saying? If the money right, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Who okay. knows? I respect Shit. that. One more question before I get out of here. One more, one more. You want the fame or do you want the money? Shit, uh, I want the money. I don't really care about the fame. The fame is nothing. Mm-hmm. Shit, I don't, I don't really care about that. Shit, I'm trying to get some money up out of every situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, <clears throat> 
I like the way you think, youngster. Yeah, I like the way you not. think. All right, y'all. Let me get up off of here. Fat Boy Chronicles. You know where I be at. I'm all on so all social media platforms: Spotify, uh, Amazon, Apple, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snap, all that good stuff. Fat Boy Chronicles is the hashtag. Make sure you hashtag that thing. All right, y'all. Get at me.